This path will lead you to an unholy place, a cemetery. Jacqueline. Hey, Robin. How are you? You've had a bit of an exciting couple weeks, haven't you? Oh my goodness. I really, really have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. I am exhausted. I am elated. Uh, I don't want to ever move again. (laughs) Well, hopefully you won't have to. (laughs) I pretty much told Jason, like, when we're done with this move, we're dying in this house. And he he was like, oh, should I be worried? And I was like, not for like at least another 30 or 40 years. (laughs) Yeah, that's a very comforting thing to say to your spouse. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, honey. We're going to die in this house. (laughs) In the middle of the night, unprompted. (laughs) I've just been whispering it in his ear as he sleeps. We're dying here. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, things are going real good. Um, yeah, but you also had very exciting two weeks. You had two brand new life experiences that I'm pretty jealous of because even if I was not in the middle of horrible moving, I would already be jealous of them. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us what you did? Yeah. So, um, I finally saw my brother, my brother, me live here yeah! at the theater. It was <laughs> So great. If you listen to that show, I really hope they put our live show up as the next one. It was the first night. Um, the final Yahoo that they did was insane. <laughs> and, oh my God. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. Cause like you have to listen. I was dying. Like I almost fell out of my chair from laughing so hard. <laughs> I know when we talked the next day, that was like the first thing I was like, how was it? And you were like, the last of Yahoo was crazy. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it was some crazy stuff. Um, and also to prepare for the show, I treated myself and went to dry bar for my first like full on dry bar experience, which if you have a dry bar by you, please like treat yourself like just once just to experience it because I fell in love. Like they wash your hair, they style it, whichever style you want. While you're there, they give you champagne or wine or whatever to sip on. And they had Selena playing on the TV. So I was like getting my hair done, sipping on some wine and watching Selena. It was amazing. And my hair looked so great. (laughs) Oh my God. It looked amazing. I was just like, holy crap. Like you're already beautiful. And then they like turned it up to 11. What the hell? Yeah. Um, and also fun fact for our listeners, Robin did not know that's me. I did not know, um, that dry bar washed her hair. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, so they just use a blow dryer and style it. And she was like, no ding dong. (laughs) (laughs) So like, uh, maybe I'll have to find one and, uh, treat myself too. treat yourself, girl or guy. Like we're gender inclusive. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you want great hair, go to a dry bar. I did, um, the old fashioned look, which was kind of like, you know, finger waves type of retro. Like old Hollywood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like when you think of like, uh, Lana Turner or something like that, it looked amazing. Oh my God. It looked incredible. I think, I feel like we should put the picture that you sent me up into the, um, don't go in there fan club page on Facebook. Yeah. Cause my hair will never look that good of my own accord ever again. Like someone else has to do that for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, um, I'm definitely not at all talented at doing my own hair. And like, even when I just have a haircut, the stylist is like, okay, will you be able to do this? I'm like, nope. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, he knows. The only time it will look this way. <laughs> Literally, like, that's why I have to document it. It will never look that good again. <laughs> and he's always like, okay, even the last time he's like, well, what's going to be easier for you? Um, a flat iron or um, a, a hairbrush? And I was like, a hairbrush? And he's like, Robin, you can use a flat iron. <laughs> Okay. You're sitting there crying, no, I can't. (laughs) And he basically was like, okay, you're going to hold it like this. You're going to roll it like this. He's like, you can do it. I believe in you. And I was like, you have more faith in me than me. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for believing in me, but you should not have this much confidence in me. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's young. He doesn't know. (laughs) He hasn't been embittered by the world of disappointments of Robin trying to style her own hair. (laughs) but yeah Jacqueline looked freaking phenomenal and I I was like blown away blown away at how just like that style is so you like it's perfect for you yeah I mean I wish I had a ton of money to do it weekly but that's really just a special occasion type thing because I don't have like 40 bucks a pop to just go and I was like okay so you styled your hair this was at night like if it was me, I would have to wash my hair the very next morning because my hair, I, guys, I have tried freaking everything to get my hair to be like an every few days wash kind of deal. I can kind of get away with two days, but by the end of the day, it's already looking greasy. I just have very fine hair. So the, the oil has nowhere to go. Like it's not enough hair shaft to absorb the oil. Wow. I just said shaft on our podcast. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I just get so sad because I don't want to wash it every day, but I don't really, I haven't found a, a dry shampoo that really works because fine hair doesn't like dry shampoo. So if anybody has any tips, Jacqueline, please let me know. <laughs> um, but you told me about like, you could, I could wear like a styling cap at night. What the yeah, heck is that? So you could do like a silk scarf or like a silk cap and you just wrap your hair up in it and it keeps the hair from like I guess being like a victim to too much friction while you're uh, <laughs> sleeping. It's like, I can't explain it. I feel like I sound like an idiot right now, but yeah, it, like it keeps it like all in one place and it kind of evenly distributes the oil through your hair. So it's not like an oily mess at like, you know, the crown of your hair. It kind of keeps it nice and um, still good looking. I, I have the opposite problem. I have very, very thick curly hair and a ton of it. So I can literally go like several days without washing it because like my hair just eats up the oil. And it's just like, oh, give me more. more. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I have the opposite, but like that's an option you can use. And this has turned into like a hair advice podcast. <laughs> I know. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> like I have problems and I need, I need solutions. Yes. And now all I can think about is being a victim of friction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you told me about like, get like a style cap, I was like, you mean like a turby twist? <laughs> this is how bad I am, guys. It's real bad. Um, but now <laughs> she meant like a legit thing, not a thing that dries your hair. So I'm going to look into that because that might be helpful. Um, but I don't know. It's just rough. Like speaking of rough, 
let's talk about this week's episode. Yes. Oh, by the way, we're don't go in there. <laughs> oh yeah, we're don't go in there. We actually do not talk about hair and um <laughs> and weird life things that we've done. We actually talk about uh paranormal ghost shows. Yeah, it's one of our fun things. I'm Jacqueline again. I'm Robin. Yeah, and so this week um, we chose a show off of Amazon. It was called The Paranormal Journey. Is that The right? Paranormal Journey into the Unknown. It's uh, a very yes. long name. <laughs> the Paranormal Journey into the Unknown. And we chose episode four, which... Um, there are four episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's all there is. Uh, I, I guess they didn't make, need to make any more, which, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Although all of these did just pop up on October 31st, uh, 2017, the year of our Lord, 2017, and that was uh, 26 days ago, so as of this recording. So they could have more episodes coming, and they're just not ready yet, but um, I kind of hope they don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a very what we learned amateur type show. Yeah. And we actually were going to watch a different ghost show, but that was like, it was terrible. So we chose oh, this. Yeah. That one was even more amateur, but they yeah. like fully made it for Amazon for, um, what was it for Amazon prime? Because it, like he mm-hmm. commented on it. That one was called paranormal hauntings. Yeah. Looks, looks like it's going to be fun. It isn't. Don't do it friends. Yeah. <laughs> so we like switched gears and chose this, um, where it, this one's titled basement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like all the titles for the show were like all one word random things. And this was basement. <laughs> yeah. There was one called worms. And I was yes. like, nope. No, uh, we're not <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, this one is about the Monroe house in Hartford, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I thought like when I saw red Monroe house, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. It's going to be like, like some like, you know, fancy old timey house and it's haunted. Nope. <laughs> yeah no, no it's not <laughs> <laughs> it it was weird um going into the show there was like random like scene takes where they like you know have this guy explaining he's the owner of the house what happens to the house and they'd be like with joe what's his face and like another yeah, it'd be like card. a minute and a half in between <laughs> them and it was like so confusing that it was still like the intro going on <laughs> Yeah, and it's like 10 minutes in and like you finally get the final intro card and you're like, what the hell am I watching? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like they would be like, oh, Joe Vitale. But do you think they'd introduce Joe or show his face or have him say anything? No. No. (laughs) We don't know who the (laughs) fuck Joe Vitale is. Yeah, Sorry, not (laughs) (laughs) This is how upset I am. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. they finally show like the house itself and – it's like a giant farmhouse, mm-hmm. don't you think? When you describe it like that, it's white. It's double, It's two stories, has like big porch and stuff like that. Um, but it's it's just like a regular like farmhouse that you would imagine on a prairie. Yeah, it's very um, plain. It's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I guess, but it's <laughs> not the grand house that I was expecting from something that's called the Monroe House. So what I think that actually means is that probably um, was the name of one of the owners or something, or maybe because it's not the name of the current owner and it's not the name of the owner that that originally built it. So I don't know. They never explained that. Yeah. Um, So we meet Eddie. He is Eddie Norris, who is the owner. 
and um, he tells us he didn't grow up with the paranormal, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> and he, he says, like, so many times, I really don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys think this is cool, but I don't know what it is, and I'm just freaked out. And we're like, okay, friend. <laughs> um, and then he's like, takes them on a little tour of the house. That house is bonkers inside. Like, I could not understand where we were as we were walking from room to room. (laughs) There's like wood paneling, there's painted walls. And when I say painted walls, they're like bright as fuck painted walls, like bright red, bright blue craziness. Um, there's like a different kind of wood paneling. There's plain white walls, there's wallpapered walls. And I'm sorry, but Jacqueline, did you notice that on some of those wallpapered walls and the basement hallway look like it had like blood smear on the wall yeah it was like stains or something like that the whole house was like a crazy like fun house like the way it was situated like the rooms didn't make sense like there'd be different levels and like he explained it that it was like separated in the early 1900s into two residences so someone would live upstairs someone lived downstairs and then at another point like there were three three uh different residences in the house and it doesn't look that big to be like a place yeah. where three separate families lived and there's like 10 bathrooms. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And like the rooms are like small and some of it you can tell it's like that um the 19th century style of building houses where like the rooms kind of all flow into each other. Mm-hmm. But then there was other parts where it was just like, well, this little walkway goes to this room and like let's go up this hall and there's this room and it was like I don't know. It was so confusing. Probably just the way they were filming it. Maybe it is not a fun house in real life. But yeah. It was good. And there was like no rhyme or reason to the walkthrough. No, none at all. <laughs> like, <Just> like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about like, if you, if I, if I come to your house and I'm like, Oh, like show me around, give me a tour. I'm demanding a tour of your house. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you think you would walk me from like in like kind of a circuit, like make, yeah. like make sense of where we're going uh, and not exactly. just randomly just- pop into rooms. <laughs> Yeah, I would be like, okay, like starting here, like here is the dining room, here is the living room, the kitchen, like walk around, like not going like, oh, let's go over to this room, like, and then go back to the same area to go to a different room. It was, it really threw me off. And I don't know if it was the way it was edited, if they cut some stuff out, but like it, it made no sense to me. Maybe that's why the ghosts are mad because our house is freaking confusing and (laughs) they're like not stoked with the way that Eddie was explaining it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the Indiana Winchester mystery house, except not. Except much smaller and not as cool. (laughs) Um, One of the first things that you notice as Eddie is walking them around the house is that all the windows are covered. So there's like paper over the windows and then like, um, like a little piece of fabric. Um, Mm -hmm. and he says that he had to cover all the windows because people that, you know, well-meaning people, neighbors, passerbys would call the police and say there's an intruder in that house because they would see people walking back and forth in the house. And he ends up having a conversation with one of the neighbors who doesn't really know anything about the house because he was a new neighbor. He didn't know the history of it. Mm-hmm. And um, that guy said, like, he, he couldn't really tell, like, who it was I was walking, but he saw people back and forth at, like, twilight. It was, ne- like, not quite dark, but not quite daylight either. And, and so he was well-meaning. So that's why Eddie ends up putting up covers on all the windows because he gets – the police get called out there so many times. And every time he comes out there, the house is locked. There's – nothing going on. Yeah. Weird. 
And so like you go past that and then um, he, they go to the basement, which the basement is another weirdly laid out area. I'm not sure what's going on there. Yikes. Um, But he says that he was digging something up in the crawl space and he said he found like animal bones bundled together. Oh, I think he said like, okay, they were talking about the well used to be under the kitchen and then they dug the basement out around the well and and the kitchen is above it. And he said when they were digging out the basement, they found, I don't think it was him. I feel like it was like previous owners. Did you think it was him? I thought it, he said it, okay, it this was very is, unclear. Like, this very unclear. Very unclear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what he found down there is um, he says that, you know, they dug some stuff up and that's contributing to the problems in the house. Um, and they, when they were digging out the basement and they just put it under the, the crawl space. And it was like, well, what is it? They never said. Yeah, he said something about animal bones. And then they started talking about dolls. And yeah. Okay. He said they found a bunch of small animal bones and the bones were like in little bundles and tied together with like fabric or hair. And he said that you could tell that they were hanging on the beams around the basement, like on nails, but the nails had rusted away. So they were on the, the ground. And he said that was really creepy, but he also found little dolls and he was so creeped out by them. Like he was digging and found dolls and he was so creeped out by them that he threw them away. And I was like, Oh my God. I like would, why? Why? <laughs> I need to see these dolls. Yeah. Why did you throw them away? First of all, like if they're there buried, just, just keep them buried. Like there's probably a reason for it. Yeah. So, I mean, he basically, he's like, all this stuff was really old. So somebody was getting creeped out by this house like long ago. And so we find out the house was built like around, he thinks around the 1850s, we find out later from like Paula, one of the investigators, she looked into the history of the house and it was built around 1860 before this in the 1860s, but before the civil war. Yeah. So he was a little bit off in the built date, which like, this is all publicly available information. If you don't know, you can go uh, to either the library or (laughs) city hall and get the plans. Usually they're available and you can find this out. Yeah, you can like do all kinds of creepy stalker research on your neighbor's houses. Yeah. Oh, is that not what you were suggesting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if that's what floats your boat, go for don't it. Don't do that. Please don't though. Like <laughs> don't we're, do not, that. <laughs> we're not advising you to stalk your neighbors. <laughs> Disclaimer, don't don't stalk your neighbors. That was a joke. Um yes. just go and I actually ha- that's how I found out so much about my old house that was built in 1914. Um mm-hmm. and that was really cool to find out actually. Yeah. I never had any ghosts there, so it was all good. Um, okay. So they, um, they're in the basement and they say that also there's like an area that is closed and boarded up. And he says the council says they can't go in there. And that's part of the problems with the house. And you're but like, they never the explain it. Who's the council? <laughs> what are the problems? What's in the room? Could, even if you can't go in there, can't you just tell us what's in there? Nope. Exactly. He's like, well, the council said to leave it alone. It's like, who is the council? What are you talking about? Yeah, like the council of 12 that <laughs> has their secret uh, summoning ceremonies in the basement. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, give us details. <laughs> um, and he keeps saying, like, he thinks this is like voodoo stuff, but, but he's saying, like, I don't really know what voodoo is, so it's not the right word, like, in his defense. He was mm-hmm. not trying to be... Um, he was not trying to denigrate anybody's belief system or anything, yeah. but he was saying he thinks like these were the animal bones and the little dolls were like to protect the house. Mm-hmm. And 
And so Paula, the investigator lady, she's like, oh, you mean like white magic, black magic? And he's like, yeah, yeah, like that. He's like, <clears throat> he's like, but it's old. So people have been trying to figure out what's going on in this house and protect themselves quite a while. Okay. It's but- interesting because he's like, he's like, you guys, you know, you, you paranormal investigators, you all think this is interesting. But I think it's horrifying. <laughs> Oh, like, Eddie. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, okay, friend. <laughs> Let's calm down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Eddie. I still can't believe he threw away that doll. Like, I would, I'd at least take pictures of it. Yeah, Holy it's God. just like, nope, let me throw this in the trash. It was buried here for a reason, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, goes around and shows us that there were several fires in the house um, three at three different times. Like, there were three fires throughout the house's history, but, like, years and years apart. Um, he said one of the fires was very old and like they found new old wood in, in on top of the old burned wood, like to shore it up, to strengthen it. And, but it was like really, really old stuff. So it happened probably in like the late 1800s or maybe early 1900s. Um, and he said like they were doing work and they took the, some of the beams down and the beams were burned badly in the center, but not on the outside. And he's like, I don't believe in spontaneous combustion, but I don't know how you'd do that. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I would have kept that beam too. <laughs> yeah. They probably built around the beam to give it more support. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not that yeah, But the way he was explaining it, it seemed like it was one beam Mm-hmm. And the center of it was burned, but not the outside of it? Did I misunderstand him? Yeah, no, he said it that way, but I'm still thinking, like, okay, like, did they maybe put new wood around the existing beam? Like, I was just trying to figure it out. Well, they, if it was, I don't I know. Don't, I don't know. It was so confusing, <laughs> you guys, and we did not see any visuals of this, so yeah, it's hard like, to understand. Everything that they had, like, there was no visual support, like, no dolls, no bones, like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, okay. So we go back upstairs, and he shows us a different place where there was a fire, and it was at one of the many, many bathrooms in the house, um, and it just went straight up through the bathroom, but didn't, like, go out through the rest of the house. How does that happen? I honestly think something like that would be like an electrical fire, maybe, or a small, like, you had a curling iron, you had it plugged in, there was a shower curtain, the shower curtain caught fire. That's like the only way I could think of it. Yeah, and- but it, he made it sound like that was a long time ago, like before we had like that kind of stuff. No? I don't know. And then Paula said, she's like, oh, well, was this by, uh, f- was this a fireplace at one point she said because i saw two chimneys and she said it would make sense if this was possibly part of that system and it just went up in flames she's like no no the chimney's over there and she's like oh okay i was just trying to help you out but whatever. <laughs> <Surprise>. <laughs> um yeah and so he takes us over and he's like banging on the wall he's like yep the chimney's over here like they put a <laughs> wall over it like a sheetrock wall but then there's like a giant hole cut into the sheetrock it's very creepy and they're like people pass through here and we're like what wait (laughs) what um and so he said like he tells us like he started seeing things and he was already hearing things and he saw like he thought he saw his brother come by and his brother is like helping him do on work on the house because she asked him like oh is your brother with us is he passed and he's like oh no no he's here and so they like do work on the house together and he's like usually he just comes in and drops his tools and what does he say says says some mean thing to me and then like goes off like he thinks this is real funny yeah um and so he said he thought it was his brother, but he walked into a dark room and didn't turn the light on. And so he's like, I got to go. Why would he do that? I couldn't figure out why he would do that. Well, we never got any resolution to that story. No. So evidently, the brother was not there, 
Yeah. That's kind and of what happened. Figure at first. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says he brought in a Ouija board to see what was going on, and he's gotten a lot of flack about doing that from the internet. He talks about the internet a lot. So, like, apparently yeah. this house is on the internet, guys. <laughs> yes. Check it out. Monroe House in Hartford, Indiana. But he's, and he said that he found uh, the Ouija board from another work site that was just left there abandoned. I'm like, that's not a good sign. Maybe don't take that Ouija board home with you. I don't care what you believe or not. Like, just, just let it there. (laughs) Just leave it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And of course, like the investigators go, yeah, we don't use Ouija boards in our investigations. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, it's there. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, well, I'm, I don't like this voodoo stuff, but I'm going to just do a Ouija board on my own. What? (laughs) okay uh and so he says like the police keep getting called he tells us about that again it's like yeah 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 we got it yeah um okay and so they start doing like some just creepy house shots and we're thinking okay things are about to get real good now Mm -hmm. um and then my next note is what the fuck a doll and there's just like a flash of like creepy creepy doll face and i'm like whoa yeah, with its eyes half opened. And you're just like, great. <laughs> More haunted dolls. Fantastic. Why is this a thing? Yeah, I guess we're like finding all the haunted dolls on accident. Yeah. Um, and so then they cut into some raw, uncut footage. And it's just them sitting in a room. She's asking questions. And then just, oh, my God, some coldness went through my chest. Did you feel it? And at yes. the same time, like the dude, I think his name is Joe, is like, Oh, but did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm like, okay, first of all, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. And, and they didn't record anything. They didn't record anything. I couldn't hear Jack. <laughs> and um, of course, how do we how do we figure out like if she felt a cold thing or not? And they're like, this how this room should be hot and like it's hot outside, it's warm, and this just shot of cold air just comes right through me. She's like, and, it was right through my chest, a cold blast to my chest. And she's like, and the door was open. So it wasn't that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so there, this goes on for a couple minutes. I didn't write anything else down. Uh, and then they go upstairs and they were going to try to film upstairs. But every time they went up there, the cameras kept turning off and they would say the battery is low and they would come back downstairs. They changed the SD card and the batteries were all charged and everything. There was nothing Nothing with the wrong with the cameras themselves, but every time they would go off the go upstairs, the cameras would turn off. So we don't really have any footage of upstairs, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and they kept saying like everything was charged the night before; it shouldn't be failing. And it's just like, okay, I get that there could be like some electromagnetic fields that might be interfering and stuff like that. But there was really like nothing creepy happening. Where it's just like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, also, I don't know if you caught around this time. They had set up um, a connect device in a row. Yeah, so they set up this device, and this alarm just kept going off. Yikes. Loud, like a fire alarm, so you'd hear beep, beep, like while they're shutting off. I'm like, oh my god, if it's this sensitive, like to you just touching it, there's no re- there's no way this is like a legit thing, right? <laughs> like, there's there's got to be. There's got to be a way to not have just you being a human nearby to set it off. Like, that's not going to capture anything that is ethereal or from the the plasma realm of Mm -hmm. ghosts 
Oh, which was, they call themselves? Did you write down what they called themselves? No, I didn't catch that. I was getting annoyed by the alarm. What did they call themselves? The fan, the fan, fangasm <laughs> ghost hunters. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, they. I mean, come in, I guess now that it's late in the ghost hunting game, like you don't have many options left to call yourself. I mean, the ghost hunters, they got it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's really true. Yeah, like they're running low. There's so many of these shows now. Like, there's so many groups. <laughs> So they um, they do this investigation now, and I gotta say, I was really disappointed. It was very boring. There was a whole lot of uh, nothing. They were sitting in rooms and saying like, "Oh, did you hear that? Did you see that? Did you hear that?" No, I didn't. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And they kept like, and this is important. They kept talking about their equipment a lot. And I'm going to tell you why it's an important as we get closer to the end of the episode. They're like, and this is the AEVPS app. And it's a really good app for EVP sessions. Uh, it has different voices and it starts asking questions. So like they put this app out and they choose a child's voice, which is like, why do you have to choose the creepiest option? <laughs> yeah. Like it was so weird. They started playing, like they're going to start their recorder mm-hmm. and this other thing playing the the child asking questions. That was the creepiest thing they could do. Like, it's like the little kid's not trying to be creepy, but it's like sitting in the dark asking questions, like saying it's not there to hurt you. I am not here to harm you. I would just like to ask you some questions. And it's like a monotone children's voice. And it was like the creepiest thing that happened the entire episode was just listening to this thing. Oh my God. It was so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so then, like, after they put this, like, special app out and they're, like, talking about how it's great, um, they split up for isolated investigations, which, like, I don't understand why ghost shows specifically always want people to split up. Like, you are in a dark house that's unfamiliar to you. You should always have a partner. Yeah, like, hello, stranger danger, always have a buddy. Like, do you not remember elementary school when anytime you would walk anywhere outside of the school, you always had a buddy and you were holding hands to make sure nobody got lost? Like, yeah, it's just like, if you're in an unfamiliar house in the middle of the night in the dark doing an investigation, like, you can't just trust yourself and your no, like as well. You need someone else there to back up your experience because you could say, oh, I heard this voice. And it's just like, okay, but, like, if you didn't have someone else with you to kind of, like, confirm that you heard something saying something, how would you know that it's not your mind playing tricks on you? I don't get why ghost shows do this. Like, I don't understand it. Like, always have someone with you. (laughs) Yeah, always have someone to verify your story. Like, we uh, always, in, like, court cases, we want to hear, like, there was backup to the evidence, right? Well, Mm -hmm. if you just, like, it's hearsay. All we get is ghost hearsay, and I need more than one person to to verify it. I need a freaking recording already, people. It's 2000 freaking 17. Why why are we using these terrible things to try to record ghost voices that don't really play back ghost voices for me? Yeah, and it, I wrote like during the isolated investigations, one of the investigators went into the 
uh, basement. He's hearing taps and thinks it's just a natural noise. He's like, oh, it's probably nothing. But then he starts speaking in Latin for some reason. Yes. I was like, what the actual, what is happening right now? He's like, yeah, that's, uh, I'm hearing some taps. It's probably just like dust settling, dust falling down. I'm like, okay, first of all, I have never heard dust make tap sounds. Yeah. And then you just like randomly start speaking in Latin in a very aggressive tone. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe there is a Latin phrase that is good for like dusting your home that I am not familiar with it, but I don't, I don't know what good that was going to do. Yeah, no, I, I'm just like, uh, sorry, I'm texting my parents who are in the next room making a lot of noise to tell them to shut the hell up <laughs> right now. So you caught me off guard. <laughs> okay. I literally, okay. The other things that I wrote down, I'm going to skip ahead in my notes just a little bit because yeah. as I was watching the show, my husband, my husband would not stop making so much noise. And let me tell you what is hard to hear on EVPs when your husband is playing a guitar right next to you. <laughs> um, any kind of ghost, ghost voices could not hear them. And I kept, so I ended up like, I'm looking straight at him and he's looking at his guitar and I'm trying to make him like will him to look at me and yeah. I'm turning the volume up on the TV, like to 60. <laughs> and he finally looks up and he, and I was like, Jason, how am I going to hear these EVPs with you playing guitar over there? And he's like, you don't need to hear EVPs. You need to hear GBV. But I'm bumping. For those of you who don't know, GBV is guided by voices. It's one of my husband's favorite bands. And I was like, you are the worst. Get out of here. <laughs> I love that he's trying to play Guided by Voices. I'm trying to watch a damn EVPs thing and he's playing Guided by Voices. I mean, not that it matters. They didn't really catch anything. <sighs> they sure did not. <laughs> um, yeah. So after like the basement, they go up to the second floor in the kitchen there and they discover that the kitchen light is turned on. And they all freak out. They're like, oh my God, did you turn this on? No. Did you turn this on? Oh my God, let's ask the crew if anyone turned this on. Guess what? Nobody turned it on. Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, that is probably something that people can do. Like we just randomly walk through houses, turning lights on and not even really thinking about it. So I don't really put a lot of weight to that either as any kind of paranormal evidence. And again, they did not have cameras in every active room. Like, I think they set up, like, maybe two cameras in rooms and just, like, okay, we'll go back to this. It's just, like, I don't understand, like, you're talking about all this equipment you have, and then you, like, you don't set cameras up in every room. No. It was weird. And I I think it goes back to, like, that isolation time that they were doing. It's, Mm -hmm. like, they each had equipment with them, but then they were doing, like, a split screen of the different rooms and, like, people talking over each other. So it was, like... One, the lady would ask a question, but then we'd hear the guy from the other room say something. And it's like, okay, well, that's not a ghost answering you. That's just the other dude. Like, yeah, and they weren't was... talking to each other, but it was so hard to watch and understand if either of them were getting anything. Yeah, that's, I wrote that down too in my notes. Like, why are they doing a split screen? It was so disorienting and so annoying. Yeah, it was super confusing. And I was just like, I don't like your style. This is not good. Yeah. So then, um, okay, I think it was pretty much all I wrote about the investigation. And then they like, jumped to like the talking about the house part. Did you yeah. have anything else? No. So that was pretty much the investigation. Like nothing much happened. And then they went to like uh, seeing about the history of the house, which 
and this is it, the way this whole show was set up it really annoyed me and was confusing so they go to the history session and paula's just explaining like you know like robin said before the house was actually built in the 1860s not into not in the 1850s like the owner thought um it was split it split into three sets of families at one point in the residence which again it would explain maybe why the house is so weirdly set up yeah um, and she says everybody that has lived in there has had tragedy and it's just like okay but what and like, yeah but what and also uh uh that's part of the human condition everybody has some tragedy at some point so sorry <laughs> yeah it's not like everyone's gonna be happy and like the only evidence she gave us was that a child had died in the house in the early 2000s she said to from unforeseen circumstances and she goes yeah sometimes in kids their heart just stops and i'm like wait what well she <laughs> said that's what the coroner told them yeah and I was yeah. like, that was the coroner's report is sometimes kids just stop breathing and die. Yeah. That is, what? <laughs> I've never heard anything like that. Yeah. And so they like, they go through the history. There's nothing really interesting. But then they go back to a second investigation that they conducted, which is just like, why wouldn't you put all of this footage together? Why did you split it up? <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. But um, I also had a very important fashion note during this time. Oh, yes, please. Um Here. She's sitting there wearing a black t-shirt that says generic black shirt on it. And that was like all I could think about yes. while she was talking. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> why? Like, and she's like, why are you wearing this? Are you thinking that this is clever? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. And then like the dude next to her is wearing like a, like an all black Ed Hardy type shirt. I don't really know. He's got a pretty sweet mullet, like an eighties mullet where it's not real long, but he's like wearing a hat. So it's just like longish back hair, like to his shoulders in the back. And I was just like tickled to death by that. Yeah. Um, and then the other dude is sitting on her other side, straight up wearing sunglasses at night in the house. Why? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, I, someone needs to give them fashion notes and soon. Like, I get that you're super serious ghost investigators, although not really, because, like, the stuff that you're supposed to be doing, you really didn't. Uh, <laughs> but you don't have time for fashion. But, you know, <laughs> maybe just I mean, take some notes. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be on... for on amazon prime like hello like you know you're doing this you know you're trying to get the world to watch it just like put put a little effort into that style just zhuzh it up a little bit yeah so anyway they go back into the second investigation and it's the god forsaken split screen Ah. (laughs) so they have paula in one room and joe in another and they're both doing different things so Joe is sitting there in a room and he's like flipping through pages of a book. I don't understand what the significance for that was, but he's flipping through pages in a book and asking questions. Hey, like ghosts like to read maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) he's flipping through pages book and then Paula's in another room and she's on her laptop and they have this Alice program running, um, which actually is very similar to the ghost radar app that we told you about in our uh, last episode. So it just pulls from the area supposedly and gives you words that the spirits are trying to tell you allegedly so, allegedly <laughs> yes so she is asking a question and again it gets super confusing because you have her talking and then joe talking and it sounds like joe is answering her but it's not no and, and, and so, she is saying the hail mary over and over again yes 
the Hail, the Hail Mary and the Our Father prayer over and over again. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And like at the same time that she's doing that, we got Joe in the other room going, I don't think you can do anything. You won't show me anything. I don't think you can do shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have like one it's praying for them <laughs> and then a dude insulting them. Yeah. It's okay. like really disconcerting, like the way it's going on. So she pulls up some words, like it says reveal. And she's like, what do you have to reveal? And then it says, has, what do you have? Like she's asking these questions, curse. And she's like, what is this about a curse? <laughs> Yeah. um, 15 is another one. She's like, are you 15? Are there 15 people here? (laughs) (laughs) She's trying. Bless her heart. No, she's trying. trying. (laughs) But it's so weird because it's like pulling up the words. So she'll ask a question and then she'll start into her Hail Mary again. I'm just like, ah. (laughs) Yeah. Oof. It was, it was rough. And then all of a sudden um, we hear, holy shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like something moves. We don't see what moves. I don't really even understand what moved. I wrote, what even happened? Yeah. It, there's like nothing there. And someone in control, the control room is like, oh, it's probably actually your mind playing tricks on you. We don't see anything moving here. <laughs> yeah. And then I think the, the, then the little app tells her not resting, mm-hmm. which that's kind of creepy, I guess. Yeah. Like, so she freaks out, not resting, and then space, and then she freaks out with space, and I'm just like, okay, wait, why? <laughs> why are you freaking out? Like, and so, like, they get more evidence. I guess they heard a moaning sound in the basement during their walkthrough. It it sounds like it could have been, like, mic interference to me, though. Yeah, I mean, they, they, do, they did replay that little clip several <laughs> times, but it's, like, while one of the investigators is literally talking, so it's very hard to hear and understand. Yeah. Like, it could have been, like, the floor moaning as, like, the boards, you know, making noises yeah. as they walked through. It was yeah. so hard to understand. And they caught a couple of EVPs, like, they think they heard someone maybe say mom in the blue room. Again, it's not that clear, like if you have mom written, then you think it can kind of sound like mom, but I didn't really think so. Um, yeah. And Paula talks about how she's like, as she's doing her little, um, her little app word thing. She Mm -hmm. is saying that she keeps thinking of like marching men, marching on the marching on the road is, and I was like, okay, you already told us that this house was built just before the civil war. So you put that in your own head, lady. Yeah. That's just something that you're, thinking of because you know the history of the house yeah sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) so then they're pretty much done with the investigation and they have the guy that was wearing the sunglasses i didn't really catch his name um he gives one more little interview it's just him talking to the camera and they said they went back into the basement they felt like like it was really heavy in there like they were invading somebody's space but they didn't get any evidence but then they heard a moaning sound. What? Yeah. It, and <laughs> you can't hear it. There's nothing there. It was just ridiculous. And I don't know if you caught this at the end credits, but in the end credits of the show, there's like a special things. And it's all of these paranormal like investigation um, equipment companies. Yeah. I wrote sponsored by a million things. Question yeah. mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah. So then it made sense why they were like using all these bullshit things. It's just like, oh, you're sponsored by these companies. This makes sense. So this was just one long advertisement for all of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
which didn't really work because you didn't catch anything. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And it, it just was like, well, I mean, I, I hope you guys had fun doing this because it was not fun to watch. Yeah. It started out like I was so excited in the beginning, like mm-hmm. when we heard about like, you know, the, the bones and the dolls and I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And then just so disappointing. Yeah. They never even bring Eddie back and talk about any of the things they found. No, they, there's like no results, no conclusion. It just like ends and it's like sponsored by and it's like, oh, this is really terrible. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of mad I watched this. <laughs> Me too. We would tried so hard, you guys, to find like a good show that was a little bit different. Um, it was rough. There's a lot of garbage out there. There is so much garbage. Like it until I started doing this show, I didn't realize just how many paranormal shows there are. There are I can't talk that are out there. Yeah, I um, mean we go through this list and we're like, what about this one? What about this one? And we'll start watching a few minutes. We're like, nope, <laughs> that's yeah. it's not even worth it. And so it's really weird to be like. I thought that all ghost shows were created equal and now I have to say they are not. And the ones that we laugh at the most that we're all familiar with, Mm -hmm. they're like high art compared to some of these. It is like, this was like what we just watched was like total amateur hour. I, (laughs) oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it kind of bummed me out because you, I know that the, that people are trying really hard to do something that is interesting and fun. And they probably think that they did a a really amazing, great job. And I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to like harsh on them. Like they're cool people. They made something to try to entertain us, but it was just, yeah, it was rough. Like I'm not like, I don't want to like, you know, harsh on their dream and like they did it. Like I kind of want to harsh on their dream. They need to stop. It was really bad. And I like everybody. <laughs> For once, like, our roles are reversed. Like, I'm usually the cynical, like, terrible asshole, and Robin's all nice and light and hippie. But, man. <laughs> nope, not this time. Stop this it. You're, you, are, you are ruining people's lives and taking an hour from them that they want back. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, don't watch the show. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we could have just started this out and saying, like, there's a show called Paranormal Journey into the Unknown. Just don't watch it. Okay, then see you next week. Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, because, like, I feel like some have been so good. Like, last week, like, well, our last show, uh, Antique yeah. Show, amazing. So um, good. <laughs> like, even our Paranormal Witness and, like, Zach Bagan's, like, Comedy Hour, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. There are so many good ones that like, we're going to definitely come back next week with an episode of a more familiar show Mm -hmm. that is going to have all of the action and (laughs) excitement that we really love about these shows so that we have something more fun to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it's kind of hard to make lots of fun jokes about things that are just super duper boring. (laughs) It is like, um, I was trying to come up with some filler to even like make fun of this, but it gets hard when like, even when you're trying to make fun of it, it's just like, oh, but this is just kind of sad. It's not. Yeah. I mean, that's like why I ended up writing down notes about her like basic black shirt. Yeah. That is set. That says this is my basic black shirt. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I guess. 
good job, but also that was terrible. Please stop. That, that's my review. It's, it's like that meme that says, you try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If these people weren't like older than me, I would think like they were of the generation that everyone got a participation trophy. So they think everything they do is fantastic, but nope, <laughs> they're not. They don't deserve a participation trophy even like stop it. Yeah, no, it's, it was a rough one. Like Robin said, we're going to go to a more familiar ghost show next week. So we'll have much more. And it is so fun. We're going to have a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Look how excited I am just thinking about it. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be so great. Um, It's going to be so great. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we don't, I think like, let's put the nail in the coffin on this one. Yikes. rough. Yes. Um, okay. Jacqueline on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate this for creepiness? Creepiness is a one. (laughs) (laughs) And I had such high hopes like you did at the beginning of this episode where they had the stories and I'm like, Ooh, this is great. And then as you go through the story where nothing's happening and they have all this equipment, but they don't know how to use this equipment. It's just like, this is like watching the three stooges, like do a ghost hunt. (laughs) Oh my god, it's like the like the worst version of of um Scooby Doo or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was real bad. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was creepy at all. Like there was a couple like the shots of the house are creepy. They flashed that doll in there. There yeah, was a doll room. That fucking doll room. <laughs> How did we miss the doll room? Why is because that not in my notes? Happened in the doll room. Oh, that's like, right. Been there for like five minutes and nothing happened. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> there was a room with a bunch of dolls in it, and that mm-hmm. was creepy. I guess that's probably where they got the shot of the doll face, but yeah, like that part was creepy. But none of the actual like story that we were hearing was creepy. None of the investigating was creepy. <sighs> Blah. Yeah, I'll give it a I one too. Yeah. <laughs> um. How about? Uh, do we want to give it any other rating? Like, I can't even rate it on anything else because it was just so sucky. How about a suckiness rating? What do you give it on a suckiness rating? 13 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) See, and this is the thing. Like, uh, there's so many shows out there. We're going to have some sucky ones, guys. So uh, bear with us. We yeah, like, I hope you realize, like, we don't suck. The show sucks. Yeah. like <laughs> Not our show. For the you. one we no. watched. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Journey into the whatever it was. That sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Journey into an hour I want back. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at least with Most Haunted, they had, like, a setup, like, where they went into, like, rooms, like, in a very nice flow. It yeah. wasn't just all – and they didn't do the stupid split screen crap. That made no sense. So, yeah. like, Most Haunted actually gets a little bit redeemed in our eyes after this. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe we should even go back and watch it, because that one was only 27 minutes, and we could deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, like, when you start, like, really comparing all these shows, like, how you start seeing that the things that you thought were so laughable before, you're, like, craving it when yeah. someone- they're so bad. Like, I was sitting there thinking, like, give me z- one Zach Baggins moment. Just one. Just and, one. Just and this, one gas mask moment. That's all I'm asking for. Just one, <laughs> one over-the-top Yelp would just make my day. Nope. Mm-hmm. Everything was like, they. I, I mean, I guess they're trying to be very serious about what they're doing. They totally, clearly, totally believe in their investigating. And they are talking about debunking. Like, you know, they're trying to be 
they're trying to be legit about it, but yeah. just, ugh, no. They're trying to be legit, but I think their methods do need a little bit more work. <laughs> yeah, and or their editing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so would you ever watch this show again? Probably not. I'm not no. going to lie. <laughs> Me either. Me either. And I am usually willing to watch anything. This is yeah. just yikes. So... Okay. Do we have any other fun, like ghosts in the news or anything to share? It's been like two weeks since our last episode because of all my crazy moving. Yeah, huh? there has been a lot. I'm trying to think like what we've posted. Um, our, one of our, actually in our Facebook group, one of our listeners posted uh, looking for help in Boston. because <gasps> Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what, do you remember what the post said? So the post is like, I'm in an old house and there's been a lot of paranormal activity happening, like with things moving and all that stuff. So I just, I don't want to upset anything, but I'd like just to get some help. And uh, one of the people that offered assistance was like, oh yeah, you got to call my buddy. His name is Brad, but his shaman name is like something weird flowers. Like oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> It's great. Please go to our Facebook group, which is Don't Go In Their Fan Club. We have a lot of fun stuff in there. Um, we've also been discussing the Adam Ellis saga a lot. Oh, my there. God. There's a poll. There's evidence. I am a, of the belief that he is making it up. Maybe he's doing a story or something that he's going to release later. Um, and I don't think the creepy baby doll pictures that he posted recently help his case. Uh, whereas, Robin, you're more of a believer, aren't you? Yeah, I kind of am. I mean, the the last pictures that he posted were, <sighs> okay, I'm going to be real honest right here. This is a vulnerable moment. Mm -hmm. I was too scared to really look at them very closely. <laughs> <laughs> so from a person who like glanced at them and went, oh, fuck no, and then like kept scrolling, <laughs> <laughs> it looked a little too real to me. Um but maybe while the sun is out, I'll get real brave and look again because we were doing the poll in the group and I'm like, I'm one of the only ones that believes it. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, it's not even so much like the doll pictures that make me kind of go along, like under, like believe that what he's saying is happening is actually happening. It's the things like the cat videos and the, the, um, the things moving around. I, I don't know. That's just, maybe he's doing it. And maybe it is all put on, but. Mm -hmm. And like I said in the group, I had a lot to make up. That's all I yeah. think. And I said, I honestly thought he would come clean and say it was like all big, like hoax around Halloween because this has been going on since like what, August? The summer, at least. So yeah. It's been a long time. So, like, I honestly thought around Halloween would be like, oh, yeah, and this is just a fun thing I did. But then he did it and like doubled down with the doll pictures and just like, dude, like if you're doing this, like to sell a book or something, like people are going to get sick of it as soon as you finally reveal if it's not true. And I just like, I just don't know what. What's the end game? It. Yeah. What is he hoping to accomplish for it? If he is making it up because he's already well known. I mean, he's a Buzzfeed contributor and his comics are pretty funny. So it's just like, I don't get why he would be doing this. But then again, like, what do I know? <laughs> I yeah. don't know his motivation for this at all. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, this has been going on for so long that I don't know what, if it was fake, why wouldn't he just come out with it already? Like mm -hmm. what, what is, what's the goal of having us believe something that isn't, or, you know, keeping up this charade 
I don't know. I just don't understand what it could possibly be. Like, what do you, is he writing a book about the response that people have of a purported ghost uh, encounter? Who knows? Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope whatever it is, it comes to resolution soon because this has been dragged out for months now. All I can think is like, he's going to wait until April Fool's Day and then be like, surprise, got you guys. Got you. Oh my God. It's been half a year. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so odd. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he just wants more attention. Maybe he's some kind of like ego megalomaniac that we like just don't realize that from his adorable cartoons and posts and yeah. BuzzFeed and whatnot. I mean, I have to admit that I do follow um, his Instagram account and his cat's Instagram account because he has two adorable cats. Uh- <laughs> oh my God, why am I not following the cat's Instagram account? Yeah, it's Maxwell and Pepper. Okay, please uh, post that in the group. Let's follow them. Which one is the Which one is the three legged cat, Maxwell or Pepper? Oh, I don't know. I gotta check it out. <gasps> okay, fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a very adorable account, and like even though I'm a dog person, I think they're cute. <laughs> and oh my god, speaking of dog person, do you want to tell them what you're doing? So I'm. It's not 100%. We're looking for a companion for my dog, um, Kukla. She is eight years old, and she's turning into, an, like, a mean old lady. <laughs> so <laughs> she, is, like, she is very accustomed to being the queen, and she's getting set in her ways. So we're trying to get a younger companion for her to kind of keep her young, keep her active, because right now she's just a big couch potato. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, the cutest yeah. little white fluff ball you have ever seen she you guys is, and she looks like a puppy since she's so small but she is acting like an old lady now she's getting meaner <laughs> 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 she's getting lazier i mean it hasn't affected her social life because she loves hanging with the young neighborhood boy dogs <laughs> <laughs> she's a cougar <laughs> yeah she plays the field <laughs> gets all their attention um and our neighbor's dog chelsea gets super jealous because everyone pays attention to (laughs) (laughs) so i found um this uh rescue group that has three puppies available they're pug um shih tzu mixes and they're so cute they are so flipping adorable like you sent me the picture and i was like i went like it was so cute (laughs) And so they're named after uh, characters in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is a sign because that is my favorite Christmas movie. It's like legit one of the best Christmas movies ever made. It's right up there with um, A Christmas Story. Yes. So there's an Audrey, an Ellen, and a Clark. And I put in a request for Audrey, who is adorable. So cute. She's got like (laughs) a little scruffy face. They're all like brownish and tannish. And she's got like little scruffles on her face. And she's just so cute. I can't stand it. She's the cutest dog. So we'll see where that goes. Um, If it doesn't work out, that's fine. We just need to find a sisterhood for Kukla to join because she's hanging out with all these boy dogs. And you know what? She needs some female empowerment in her life yeah we need to (laughs) we need to get her into her own little witch coven yes (laughs) (laughs) with lady dogs yeah i come home one day she's watching the craft with another lady dog and i'm just like oh okay it's (laughs) happening I was reading a list of like tweets about marriage to my husband and this one was like the wife was like you left the tea or you forgot to turn the tv on off last night and he has a flashback to leaving it on so his dog could finish watching Airbud. 
<laughs> my husband almost cried from laughter when I told him that. <laughs> he was like, I would let Hunter watch Air Bud too. <laughs> All Hunter needs good role models in his life to look up to. <laughs> yeah, not like evil ones like Kukla watching the craft with her sister witch coven. <laughs> They're sitting there. There's like jars of snakes. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> How do you know? You jumped right to the craft. How do you know she wouldn't be watching Hocus Pocus? I don't know. I feel like when you're in a sleepover with your lady friends, like, well, at least when I was in the 90s, because we're old, remember? We're not yeah. in the 20s like you young kids. No, kids. We are old. <laughs> Listen are to old. our wise words. <laughs> we are old, and we would watch the craft at uh, slumber parties and then think we were all witches in a coven and like, play with Ouija boards and light as a feather, stiff as a board, because that's what we did at slumber parties in the 90s. <laughs> okay. I have played light as a feather, stiff as a board, but I have never seen a Ouija board in real life. Can you believe that? So, no, I don't mess with that stuff. So that's actually a good thing. But like I had friends, I never did it myself because I was always like the scared, like goody two shoes. I'm like, no, we shouldn't be messing with this, guys. Guys, I think but, this is a bad idea. I'm yeah, going to sit over me. here and read my Anne of Green Gables book. Yeah, that that was basically me in high school. Legit. Like, no. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I was, I was a very good girl. I was a goody two-shoes. But I had, like, two girlfriends that, like, on Halloween went into this old farm graveyard. No. Yeah. So I live, like, near a bunch of old farmland and prairie land. So they went into this old farm graveyard at, with a Ouija board on Halloween night and like contacted a soldier that they said was giving them all this information. I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, and me like, you guys, I don't think you should mess with this. I think. Oh my God, Jacqueline, we are both like the moms. We're the yeah. moms where we're like, this is a bad idea, guys. <laughs> I was like, I was a kid like where like my friends had their cars and would be blaring their music. I'm like, it's not enjoyable to listen to it this loud, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like like a couple of times after I graduated high school because while I was still in high school, I was super goody two-shoes as well. Yeah. Um, like I was like 19 and still living in my hometown and I lived out on the coast and we were hanging out at the beach at night, like being cool nighttime beach teens. And um, <laughs> and there was like up this little hill, there's an old abandoned farmhouse that is creepy as fuck. And um, and it was like always a thing of like, you know, daring people to go into this farmhouse. And I remember like walking with no flashlights, nothing, just moonlight up this like cypress covered street. Like the road has cypress trees growing above it. So it's all like enclosed and during the daytime, it is beautiful. And it is one of the most photographed air, um, places in that whole area. <laughs> However, at night it's creepy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. And, like, walk up this hill in the dark to the farmhouse and like, I refused to go inside. There were like cows mooing off to the side, but like making those weird night cow sounds that night are not moos. <laughs> and like the ocean is crashing behind us and like the wind is blowing. And I was just like, no, I'm not going in there. Like crying. And like everyone else goes in and I was like the big baby. I was like, guys, this isn't safe. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and so they came out and they were like, yeah, there's like pentagrams drawn in there and like all this stuff. And I was like, you guys, we cannot be going in here. This is a very dangerous place to be. Like, so bad. And I still like to this day, you could not pay me to go into that house. No, thank oh, no. you. Oh, no. Maybe this is why. Uh, okay. I just realized this is probably why we called our podcast. Don't go in there. Cause we'd be like, fuck no. <laughs> 
pretty much like I, it's weird rob and i and i were the same as teens like we were very yep. responsible like we shouldn't be driving this fast guys it's night and <laughs> <laughs> does everyone have their seatbelts on i'm not putting this car into drive until everyone has their seatbelts on that was me <laughs> yeah no i was the same i was very lame like and actually one of my friend close friends from high school is in our facebook group so she can probably attest to how lame i was because she was one of the friends that went into the cemetery with the <gasps> what <laughs> yeah okay friend please <laughs> please go live in the group and tell us a story oh my god i would be like sitting here with popcorn listening yes. here's the thing like i love these stories i love these shows mm-hmm. would never do it myself in real life <laughs> oh fuck no, no. <laughs> like i have a feeling like if there's something out there and it doesn't want to be messed with. Don't go and mess with it. If it's no. real, like, like, don't bring that into your life. <laughs> no, like, don't invite in the bad guys. Like, invite in the good. Yeah. But, like, gosh, there's so many. Whether you believe it or not, like, even if, even if it's not real, but your mind believes it, your mind can create all kinds of craziness that is really hard to come back from. So, like, exactly. Don't even mess with it, guys. Listen to Mama Jacqueline and Mama Robin. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Listen to your responsible teen friends. <laughs> We're very responsible. <laughs> but yeah, Jenna, I'm calling you out. Share your stories, <laughs> <laughs> share your stories uh, of your wild teen ways. Like, no, like legit, like her and my friend Katie would do all this crazy shit. And I'd be like, no, you guys, we really shouldn't do this. Let's be okay. respectful of other people's property. <laughs> We are so the same person. Um, Jenna, this is Robin. I have a secret message just for you. Jacqueline can't hear this right now. This is just for you. Um, when you go live in the group and tell us your ghost stories, also tell us stories about Teen Jacqueline. Being very- hey, Jacqueline, stop laughing. You can't hear this. This is just okay. for Jenna. Um, this is, this, just tell us all about cool Teen Jacqueline and her mothering ways. Okay, thanks. Bye. Back to the podcast. Oh, okay. So, Jacqueline, um, do we have anything else for our friends? Um, yeah, we're going to post the contest we mentioned in our last episode soon. Like Robin and I cannot decide which woodland creature to part with. So that's no, part. they're all so cute and adorable. <laughs> all so cute and adorable. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really great. And I was looking at them, I was taking pictures for Jacqueline and I was like, there's this one and this one. There's so many more than I realized at first. Um, that's going to be really hard to choose. And we'll post that contest in the group this week. So keep an eye out for that. Um, our Facebook group is don't go in there fan club and it's super fun. We just kind of, you know, talk about spooky stuff (laughs) and funny, spooky stuff. And Jenna sharing her experiences after calling out. Yeah. uh, Jenna, I don't know if you heard, but there's a special secret message embedded in this podcast for you. So, um, and I have another podcast I want to shout out real fast. It's called yes. Spiritually Untamed. It's me and my friend Les. We um it's it's the first episode's a little more serious, but basically we are um we're talking about our spiritual journeys, the way we went from being like completely broken people who were didn't have self-confidence, didn't love themselves to like really owning our shit and having like the best life ever. So Check it out. We're on iTunes now. Our first episode is really introducing ourselves. Um, and then we're going to go into some fun topics. So yes. 
I listened and I actually shared it on my Facebook page. It's a whole bunch of fun. Like I loved listening to it. Um, and like I said in my post, like Robin and I, like even though we're very similar responsible teens, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, um, in fact, I think I got less responsible as I got older. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me. I started yeah. out very responsible and then I was like, woo, <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, she's the yin to my yang, like, whereas I'm more skeptical and kind of like um, down to earth and cynical, she's very bright and positive and she does great life coaching. Um, obviously, I can't use her as a life coach since we are friends and have that relationship. <laughs> yeah, um, that would change our relationship just yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but I highly recommend if you don't know her as a friend to reach out to her if you're having any troubles. Oh my God. Thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> that is so sweet. Like Jacqueline wrote the sweetest post about it. And I was just like in tears and like texted her, like, I think in all caps, like, Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> like so sweet. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that's lots of fun. And we really want everyone to know that like learning about yourself does not have to be like serious. Like our first episode's a little serious, but <laughs> But like, it's going to be kind of just like this, but instead of ghost shows, we're talking about spirituality Woo! Yeah. <laughs> and like self-love and shit like that. So, yeah. um, so, um, join us in our, our, um, don't go in their fan club group. It's super fun. Jacqueline has been finding some amazing shirts that she's been sending to me. And I think we're going to have to like choose like an official don't go in there fan club t-shirt because it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we also need to figure out a name for like us, uh, the collective little weirdos that we are in this group. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, so, we? yeah. So if you have any ideas, please post those in the group. We would love to hear from it. Um, we really need some help with that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We're not that creative friends. Yeah. Like we need something like, um, a bim bambinos, but yeah. Or like murderinos or something yeah. like that. We just, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, like don't go in arenos doesn't really doesn't fly off really the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, maybe we're like the super responsible teen club. I don't know. Yeah. Responsible <laughs> teens. Wear responsible your teens. <laughs> don't listen to your music loud. That yeah, that's bad for your hearing. hearing. <laughs> Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> With that, everybody protect your hearing. Don't yeah. watch Paranormal Journey into the Unknown. It was terrible. And yeah. next week, we're going to have a real, real fun show. <laughs> yeah. And so on that note, if you're invited to investigate a house in Hartford, Indiana, just don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>